Dead Stripper, Chapter 4, Scene 11. It's a little before 4.30 in the morning by the time I get home, and it's still dark outside. I'm tired as hell, but something needs addressing before I can even think about going to sleep. I open the door to my apartment, then take 10 steps down the hall to reach the living room. The room's rectangular in shape, but it's more like an office than a living room. A gray sofa sits next to the wall on the right. I pick it out because it's 90 inches long and allows me to stretch out and take a nap without folding my legs. A coffee table sits in front of the sofa, but the sofa and coffee table are the only pieces of living room furniture in the living room, unless you count the big screen TV on the opposite wall. A wide desk butts up against the wall to the left of the TV. A three-drawer file cabinet sits to the right of the desk, and a tall bookcase sits to the left of the desk. One look at the bookcase leaves little doubt about my focus. In Cold Blood, The Godfather, The Carpetbaggers, Helder Skelter, Born to be Wild, Silence of the Lambs, Compulsion, God's Pocket, Mitigating Circumstances, Rosemary's Baby, Cape Fear, Nightmares in Pink, The Black Dahlia, Mr. Majestic, Glitz, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, The Adventurers, The Dreadful Lemon Sky, and The Vlachi Papers. A black leather executive chair, one that leans back and swivels, sits in front of the desk. I settle into the executive chair. A laptop sits on the desktop and a printer sits off to the left. I open the laptop, then make a couple clicks to get to my inbox. Here's one from OneDrive about photos I uploaded yesterday. Like I didn't already know that. Here's one from Uber trying to lure me into leasing a vehicle from them. Ripoff. Not interested. And here's one from Ellery Queen Mystery Magazine. That's the one I'm looking for. I cross my fingers, open it, and take a look. Motherfucker. It says, Dear writer, doesn't meet our standards. Shit. Another rejection slip. Short, not sweet. That's three from Ellery Queen to go along three from the Alfred Hitchcock Mystery Magazine. The story's called A Taste for Revenge. More than anything else, I want to get my first story published. But it's getting to the point where I suspect the editors see my name and categorize me as a hack. Then they toss my story onto the slush pile without ever reading it and send me their robotic rejection slip. Maybe that Jess was right. Maybe it's time to face the fact that I'm just not good enough. If I can't sell a stinking 5,000-word story to a mystery magazine, how in the world am I ever going to get a book published? They attach my story to the email. I click the attachment to open the file. It takes 15 minutes to read the story from end to end, and as objectively as possible. But damn, like I just said, this is a good story. One that could be, and should be, published. A market exists somewhere, I just have to find it. Is that Blondie I see behind me? Anyway, that's it for Chapter 4. Coming up next, Chapter 5.